Hey, music fans, who's ready for a new song from Maroon 5? Plus, we've got interviews with Blink-182, Liam Payne, Monster X, Tovlo, Zach Brown, and Celine Freakin' Dion. Celine Freakin' Dion and her three, That's right. count them, three <laughs> new songs. Oh my gosh, and you know what? That is not even our whole show. That's right, Chelsea, so we better get started. All that and more coming your way right now because today is New Music Friday, and Billboard is here to break down this week's biggest releases. Ooh, I am ready, and I'm Chelsea Briggs. And I am Fernando Ventura, very ready. Welcome <laughs> to Billboard's first stream live. Go. All right, Fernando, let's not waste any time. We have to start with one of the biggest releases of the week, actually really of the year, Maroon 5's new song, Memories. Now, this is a band who's had a very interesting year, as Billboard's Jason Lipschutz will tell us in about a minute. But first, let's go ahead and listen to a little bit of Memories. Toast to the ones here today. Toast to the ones that we lost on the way. Cause the drinks bring back all the memories. And the memories bring back memories, bring back your... Jason, since you're here, can you put this into perspective for us? What is going on with Maroon 5 as we get into this brand new song? Yeah, there's a lot of interest around Maroon 5. Uh, Even though they've been around for the good part of 15 years, the past 18 months or so have been really eventful for them. Not only did they have one of the biggest hits of their career with Girls Like You last year featuring Cardi B, number one hit on the Hot 100. They performed at the Super Bowl halftime show in a semi-controversial performance. Brought out Travis Scott, brought out Big Boy, Adam Levine took off his shirt, all fun stuff. And then, you know, we've gotten to this point where they followed up the biggest look of their career with a period of relative silence. Adam Levine, their frontman, bowed out of The Voice uh, for the first time. They have not released any new music in a minute. So, you know, these are longtime hit makers and people are really interested to hear what they have coming up next. And now we have it with Memories. Memories bring back, memories bring back your... And, of course, they are tied for ninth place for the most Hot 100 Top 10 hits so far this decade. I mean, that stat right there just shows how huge of a band they are. What do you think is behind a lot of their longevity? They sort of exist in this vacuum where pop culture can change around them, but Adam Levine and the rest of Maroon 5 just know how to deliver hit after hit. You know, at the beginning of their career, you would never see them linking up with an artist like Cardi B, and you know, they've worked with Kendrick Lamar and Future and SZA, and and they just have sort of adopted this kind of amorphous space within pop music. They're great songwriters, they're great performers. Adam Levine is unbelievably charismatic. They have a mountain of top 10 singles. You have to assume this is going to hit the top 10 at some point or another just based on their track record alone. Yeah, (laughs) you got to believe. All right, the new single from Maroon 5, it's called Memories. Thank you so much, Jason. Uh, You're going to be back in just a little bit to talk about Celine Dion, so you sit right there. Hold tight. Thank you. All right, talk about bands with longevity. I mean, Blink-182, they've been on a co-headlining tour with Lil Wayne, and they've been rolling out single after single ahead of their new studio album, Nine, which just dropped this week. This is their follow-up to 2016's California, which topped the Billboard 200 and was their first album to feature vocalist, guitarist Matt Skiba in place of original member Tom DeLonge. So let's bring in Billboard's Chris Payne to talk all things Blink. Thank you so much, Chris, for joining us. Thanks for having me. Now, as we mentioned, the band's been on tour 
who are celebrating the 20th anniversary of Enema of the State. They've got a new album. They're pretty much like the just the busiest guys ever. These days, all three members of Blink-182 keep really busy, especially I'd say the most busy is the drummer Travis Barker. Fader recently called him hip-hop's favorite drummer, and I think that's really true. And when Blink isn't outperforming, Travis is out collaborating in the studio with rappers like Lil Nas X, Machine Gun Kelly. He's really endeared himself to all sorts of different people in the music industry. So let's talk about the album. What are some of the standout tracks that you've heard? I really enjoy the track Dark Side that they released two weeks ago. That's just a really punchy, fast Blink song that reels you in right away. If you're a fan of Blink's old stuff, if you were a fan of California, the album they put out to a lot of success, number one album in 2016, I think Dark Side is a track that would resonate with you like it did with me. Heaven, also uh, towards the front of the album, that's a song that came from a very serious place, close to the emotions for the guys in Blink. Um, that one was inspired by a shooting that happened not too far from where Travis lives in Thousand Oaks, California. Touches on a lot of serious themes that you know are just constantly on people's minds in America these days. you think the whole album will stand as something fans are going to completely embrace? For the most part, I think if you enjoyed California, you'll like this album. This album, I think, is a little bit more experimental into the hip-hop textures and inspiration. I interviewed Travis Barker earlier this year, and he compared California as more of the return to form, good old Blink album, kind of like Enema, whereas this one is a little bit more like self-titled of 2003, which pushed their sound for the first time, really, a little bit more towards Travis's hip-hop influences. And we have some some of that interview with drummer Travis Barker right here. So let's take a listen to what Travis had to say. That's when we did take off your pants and jacket. We had just come off Enema of the State, and I feel like California was Enema of the State and take off your pants and jacket for us. It was kind of like reestablishing the band, kind of giving fans what they really, really want and expect from Blink. Now that we've got that out of our system, I think naturally we're not writing like that at this time. We're kind of more experimental, which is, is, excites me. It's not like you're listening to songs and you're thinking, oh, I've heard that before. I feel like with the new album, it's reestablishing new songs, new rhythms, new ideas. Some of the songs on the new album, they have no brothers and sisters. <laughs> and, and that's kind of how I think of songs, brothers and sisters, or, or similarities to songs in the past. And there's not a lot of that on the new album, and that's exciting to me. Now, back in May, Liam Payne told Billboard that he had three new tracks that he was working on with some amazing friends. Yes, he did. And this week, we got to hear Stack It Up, featuring a boogie with the hoodie. The loudest ones was the brokers, and I was struggling. Uh, Girls call me friend, now they owe me that money coming in. And Liam also got to work with Ed Sheeran again, who co-wrote this song, as well as Liam's debut 2017 single, Strip That Down. So put your hands on my body and swing that ground for me. I know you played that a lot on the radio, Chelsea. Sure it is. This is the first new music from Liam since last year's EP, First Time. And Polaroid, his collaboration with Jonas Blue and Lennon Stella. 
right, so Billboard's Taylor Weatherby went to Liam's YouTube event on Wednesday where he actually debuted the Stack It Up music video and played an acoustic set. So she is, of course, here to tell us all about it. Taylor, what's going on? Hello, hello. I'm more than happy to talk about Liam Payne. <laughs> yes, I know, right? It was like a very small, intimate venue. It only fits about 200 people, so it's probably one of the most intimate settings you could get with an artist, especially with a One Direction member. He talked a little bit about Stack It Up and how it's kind of like Strip It Down's twin brother. Interesting. He talked about how he has been wanting to kind of make that kind of music again. He loved what Strip It Down was all about, the kind of vibe, and what happened with it, too. It became very popular and people loved it. You know I love it when the music stops, but come and strip that down for me. So he wanted to kind of follow that again with Stack It Up. But he also talked about wanting to work with Post Malone, which was interesting. People freaked out over that. Yeah, and Liam actually covered Post Malone's Circles earlier this week for Sirius XM. Listen to a little bit of that right now. Run away, new song, Stack It Up. I know Ed Sheeran uh, co-wrote it, and I love that you can hear that it's an Ed Sheeran song. Did he talk at all about that, maybe working with Ed? When he initially got the track, he thought it was too money flaunting, which is the vibe of the song, and that's what the song is mostly about. But he said that because he grew up with not a whole lot of money, he kind of wanted to make it a little less money forward and a little bit more about success and how you can share that with somebody. Mm -hmm. He wanted to change things like the pre-chorus, the, because I got dreams for you and I. Because I got dreams for you and I. So I got money on my mind And in the chorus, I got dreams and I got time But that ain't enough to get me by I got dreams and I got time But that ain't enough to get me by Stuff that alludes to that he's sharing this success with somebody else So that was the kind of twist he put on Ed's lyrics So He also mentioned that he has an album coming. Nice. So he didn't really say anything else, but there is an album coming and Stack It Up is part of it. Awesome. And you got a soundbite from him, right? Yeah. It actually sounds like it was kind of a long process for this song to come out. It sounds like they recorded it at least a year ago. So Liam mm -hmm. explained to me why there was a nearly year-long delay in releasing new music. So that's the soundbite we have. Yeah, let's take a listen to what Liam had to say. Obviously, I got a lot of time to concentrate on a few of the projects and different things over the year of not releasing music, which has been really great. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. I mean, it was sad to kind of leave music alone for a while, but through different politics and label stuff and the way Boogie was releasing songs, we, like, we literally did the song with Boogie and then we found out that he had a song on Ed Sheeran's album. So it was like, oh, okay, so we'll just have to wait for that to go by. And then <laughs> after that, he had a song that was coming out and then it was we wait for that to go by. And then there was some sort of weird thing that happened with some sort of like Grammy nomination week thing that happened when there was like a date in place and everyone was like rushing for the date and I was like, I want no part in this. I feel like Grammys are a while away for me yet so I'm just gonna avoid it at all costs. So we just got some, some time, which was great. And it wasn't like I was just at home like kicking about and whatever else. We designed all the new Hugo collection. I went in to do all the shoots and different things and promo stuff for that. We have one in Bloomingdale's, it's happening in the next few days. So it's been good and busy, but just a different kind of busy, which is great. All right, moving right along, this next artist, I'm so excited we finally have new music from her. I just, when I think of Celine Dion, I think of dancing in my living room as a little girl with my friends. It just brings back so many memories. Aww. And she's prepping her first English album in six years. And she had a huge surprise for fans this week, dropping three new songs from her upcoming album. We have Imperfections, Lying Down, and the title track, Courage, which is an anthem for strength through life's challenges. Cause it's not easy. 
goes faster now. Now, the album Courage arrives on November 15th, and we've got our first taste of it in June when she performed the single Flying on My Own, and that was on the last night of her historic 16-year Las Vegas residency. I can't believe I didn't get there one time in 16 years oh to gosh, see Celine. but either regrets. <laughs> And we've got Jason back in here to break down some of the new music and talk about how the album might perform. Let's start off first by you telling us what you think of uh, Lying Down. Yeah, Lying Down, new track co-written by Sia as well as David Guetta. You have these big superstars contributing to Celine Dion's kind of classic singer-songwriter sound. Not only do you get the kind of Celine Dion classic empowerment ballad that we've heard from her many times over the 90s and 2000s, but it has a modern take on it. And for those who loved Sia's most recent albums, some of the stuff she's done with David Guetta in the past, including Titanium. You're going to love this one. And it's great to hear Celine Dion still sounding fresh, still sounding focused. Let's go to the second track, Imperfections. What's your take on that one? It's a little bit of a different vibe. You think of her biggest hits, all of them have such iconic choruses, Because You Loved Me, That's The Way It Is, My Heart Will Go On. That's what she really aims for with every big single. She did it on her last album, Love Me Back To Life, a couple years ago, and now she's doing it here. So obviously not every single song can have this big, memorable, instantly classic chorus, but she's gonna try, and she does a really solid job here as well. So when the album arrives in November, do you think that, I mean, because this is going to be her first English album in six years, how big of a release do you think this will be? I think that this upcoming album from Celine Dion will be this fall's version of last year's Mariah Carey album, Caution, which was a great album that her super fans and diehard Mariah enthusiasts really loved. It didn't necessarily have a ton of radio hits, and that was okay. It was a really compelling new body of work from Mariah. I think we can expect something similar from Celine this fall, a total pop veteran with a secure legacy coming back, super serving the fans, and also just presenting a legitimate and cohesive body of work. Jason Lipschutz, thank you very much for discussing Celine Dion. It was a pleasure, and I'm sure we'll talk to you next week on First Stream Live. Thank you, sir. So Jason brought up My Heart Will Go On, uh, the classic, and Celine performed the song at the Billboard Music Awards a couple years ago. that performance, she actually told Billboard that the iconic track almost didn't make it into the blockbuster movie Titanic because director James Cameron wasn't interested. Wait, That's what? what? That is crazy. I, 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 yeah, like, I can't imagine it without it. Seriously, let's hear what Celine had to say. It was not supposed to be part of the movie period. James Cameron didn't want to have any song in his movie. He said, my movie doesn't need any song. I think he's right, but um, James Horner who unfortunately passed away, I guess convinced him without saying who was singing. And he said, please let, let me play you that song. And I did a demo and I guess he was convinced and it's as simple as this. 
This week, Monster X dropped Love You, and we actually have Billboard's K-pop expert, Tamar Herman, here in studio. Uh, what are your impressions of the new song, Love You? Love You is, you know, it's their latest all-English track, and uh-huh. I kind of wish it had come out, like, two weeks ago, but it's perfect, I guess, for, like, the end of summer. It feels like it's a very, you know popish boy band tune. It's kind of breezy and has like a very nice romantic feel. If their previous song, Who Do You Love, was kind of like angsty. Who do you love? Girl, it's killing me. This is like the total opposite uh-huh. of that. It's super relaxed, has a nice chill vibe. I really, really wanna love you. I do like keep finding myself thinking, oh, is this really the K-pop sound that Monstax used to do? I don't know if it really is. It feels a little bit more American sounding, like a more typical American pop song. But you know, they're still super talented performers and it's really nice to hear them try something new. I was going to ask you that. How has their music evolved? They are known for their really intense dance choreography that has to go along with a really impactful dance song. And they're kind of moving away from that a little bit. Who Do You Love had some elements of that, but it was a little bit more, you know, it was a little bit more sultry, and this new one kind of is like the perfect summer jam, and K-pop groups almost always have a lot of various genres in their discography, so this isn't something new for Monstax, it's just something that they've never really done as a single to this degree, so it's really interesting to see. I feel like, you know, they're playing a few festivals, this is going to be a song that people really will, I think, vibe to. Uh, That's not the only track that Monstax released this week. They also delivered a new version of Who Do You Love? This time featuring Will I Am. It's a bigger and better version of the original How Do You Love with French Montana. I think Will I Am has been collaborating with K-pop stars for years. Yeah. He's been someone who's really supportive of the industry. He's worked with CL. He worked uh, with a few other K-pop groups. And I think it's just really fun and great that he's on this song. Well, thank you so much, Tamar, for hanging out with us. Really appreciate it. And we will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. So another important point about Monsta X is that they are extremely relatable, as I found out actually when I talked to them last year. And uh, they told me that one of them has a crush on Camila Cabello. Ooh la la. Ah, oh, oh, she's so cute and kind. And I love you. <laughs> and have you you've met her? I'm guessing. What was your what, what was your conversation like? What did you say to her? Did you tell her? Ah, uh, I love your big. I love you, and I'm your big fan. And oh, you're so sweet. Okay. Yeah. Zach Brown Band's sixth studio album, The Owl, is here, and it's their most personal and expansive set yet. Now let's bring Taylor back in to break it all down. Let's do it. Okay, so let's start off with the overall feel of this album. Uh, you talked to Zach Brown about that. What did he have to say? Well, he talked a lot about how he's wanted to work with these big-time pop producers for a while, like Ryan Tedder, Skrillex, Max Martin, Benny Blanco, Andrew Watt, who works a lot with Shawn Mendes, Jason Poobier. Boyd. So a lot of these kind of big time pop producers that don't traditionally work with artists that have worked in more of the country sphere. That's another thing that Zach really wanted to kind of clarify is that while they started in country, they don't want to identify with one genre. Interesting. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. I really look at each song as its own thing. That's the only approach to it. It's not so much that a cohesive batch of things that make up an album to me. It's just like, these are the songs that are on that album. But it takes you on a journey. 
one of my first albums that I had as a kid was the Beatles White Album. That album makes no sense whatsoever. Get a song about, you know, the piggies and then back in the USSR and then while my guitar gently weeps with Clapton and then Blackbird and then all of these things, you know, it's, it's art. Not every fan may like every song, but within that album, there's something for everybody. All right, so Taylor, we know there are a lot of different sounds used in this record. Which track specifically stood out to you? The album Closer, Leaving Love Behind, is driven by piano and really just hits you and brings out Zach's really powerful voice. The hardest part is always leaving love behind. I believe, yes I do. But I'm an even bigger fan of a song called Finish What We Started, which is actually a collaboration with Brandy Carlisle. So huh. they're definitely still kind of leaning into a little bit of the country, southern rock kind of sounds. The beginning track is The Woods, and it's just a, a party starter. One man's trash is another man's treasure. And then I had one more that I wanted to shout out. It's called God Given, and it's definitely the boldest in my eyes because Zach sings about Gucci bags and stacks on stacks. That's really not like a country thing, you know? Yeah, so I think that was a big way of them kind of declaring we're not just country. <laughs> Gucci bags, stacks on stacks, diamonds fill up the champagne glass, they're on whip, G5 high. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Taylor, for hanging out with us, as always, and we will talk to you soon. Yep. Thanks, guys. Here's what else you need to know about this week. That right there is Tovlo's Sweet Talk My Heart, which she posted about on Twitter earlier this week, saying, It was when I wrote this song I realized my fourth album was in the works. It's very special to me. Now, her latest album, Sunshine Kitty, is out now, and another standout track is Really Don't Like You, which was released as a single a couple weeks ago. It's a team-up with the one and only Kylie Minogue, and it's all about how hard it is to have a good time when your ex shows up with another girl that is so relatable and is totally my worst nightmare. And Billboard's Lindsay Havens sat down with Tove Lo recently to talk about the album and found out what the title Sunshine Kitty is all about. Oh my gosh, Fernando, do you know what it's about? I'll give you three guesses. Uh, cat memes. <laughs> sort of. Here, check it out. The title is Sunshine Kitty, and um, it's kind of a play on a few things. Mm -hmm. uh, power being one. I feel yes. like it's a kind of happy way of using that <laughs> word. Yeah. And it comes from this girl's episode actually where um, Lena Dunham or Hannah is talking about this author that she loves and everyone is admiring this. I can't remember the name of the author, but mm -hmm. they're like admiring the glow in her face and she says like, and it's not from makeup though because she sits and tans her vaginas to soak up the sun, to get the energy of the sun like, you know, yep. within her. <laughs> so it's like, it's sun in her not makeup and uh, I just thought that was just amazing and it made me feel good and happy so <laughs> that was a May big inspiration yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alabama Shakes frontwoman and guitarist Brittany Howard makes her solo debut with her album Jamie and it's named for Howard's sister who tragically died of cancer when they were teenagers 
And we just heard the first single, Stay High, which peaked at number 44 on Billboard's Rock Airplay chart. And the tracks, He Loves Me and History Repeats. They show Howard's departure from the classic shake sound into more psychedelic R&B territory. Let's listen to a little of History Repeats. Super excited about this one. Yes. Finally, the rollout for Alicia Keys' seventh studio album has begun. Hallelujah. Hey, you know, we started the show off with a voice judge, and now we're ending the show with a voice judge. There you go. <laughs> You're so, so right there. On Tuesday, Alicia released the vulnerable song, Show Me Love, featuring Miguel. Let's go ahead and hear a little of that now. Treat it like me freaking on a weekend. Show me love. And Alicia's new album is expected in the coming months. I can't wait. Well, you're going to have to. But you don't have to. So that's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't have to wait for us. Don't forget to join us every Friday morning on Billboard.com for your insider's guide to all the best music. That's right. That's going to do it for our show this week. I am Fernando Ventura. And I'm Chelsea Briggs. And we'll see you then on First Stream Live. Go!